Welcome to the Ringer Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to godly marriages and the trials we all face. Our goal here is to strengthen, encourage, and educate through the personal experiences we've gained in our 15 years of difficult bliss. We aren't licensed counselors or pastors, but we are experts on just about everything your relationship can weather. We've been through the Ringer, and we're still standing. We're recording. All right. It's odd. It is. weird. Yeah. This is our second take at this one, though. We recorded one Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday. And as I listened back to it, it sounded like a big wine fest. Yeah, and we didn't want to come off that way at all. (laughs) Just a bad day. Yeah, it was was a bad day. Um, We've had a... uh, uh, man, we've had a very, uh... But a series of bad days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, nothing really has changed. No. I will say I turned 48 last Monday. Right. And so far, 48 has been the absolute worst time. It can only get better, right? Uh, I hope so, yeah. Right. Right. I hope so, too. Yeah. But we... Not only did we have your birthday, we've had since the last time... They've heard from us. We had our 16th anniversary. We did. We didn't forget about it. By the way, you're going to hear dogs eating and drinking in the background. And Jameson's down here, too. So, and beeps. We have laundry and life going on. We'll keep keep it clean today. Yeah. um, Actually, she's the one that I could probably be less clean around. But no, we had an anniversary back in August. We took a vacation. Yeah, went to Disney World for a week. That was a uh, a very well needed trip um, with our best friends. Yeah, went with our best friends. Uh, the, there's a there's a story behind Disney. Um, well, we can talk th- about it. We'll get bit. into it in a little while. But we've done that. We started school again. I guess. I mean, you have to do that before you can have fall break. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the milestones we've missed talking about. Um, Coming up on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And a weekend without our children. Yeah, that's coming up. That's our bright spot. It's what, a couple weeks? Yeah. Black, Jameson's going to be gone this weekend. Black Friday. The coming weekend of Black Friday is uh, our kid-free weekend. Jameson has a smart kid convention at the Opry Land Hotel. Yeah. In Nashville. So, she'll be gone this coming weekend. Yeah. And it's always weird when one kid's gone. Is it Saturday or Sunday? We take her up there Saturday? The 23rd. Okay, so yeah, Saturday. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, she's gone. And then Aubrey has... No, Jameson went on a trip to Washington, D.C. Yeah. For the, a week. Yeah, the week after we got... I mean, we got back from Disney on a Friday. And... Uh, she left Monday. She left Monday for D.C. for a week. We so. let her go with her class and mom chaperones I don't know if, uh, dad's yeah some dad's went yeah but um, she was full throttle for two weeks yeah so took took a little bit of work to get through the first semester of the school year yeah it's been busy we had yeah. tennis she played tennis we finished that up yeah and now now it's coming up on Christmas and all that goes Gosh, with that yeah, Thanksgiving Christmas um that's about all we have go. I mean, that's that's work, though. I yeah. feel like Christmas oh, is just yeah. work. Yeah. Even though we're not in retail, which was 
Yeah, that was a hey, nightmare. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. But if you ever have the chance to get into retail, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't. Because it's not good. I mean, if you do it, you know, something on the side at home, mm-hmm. well, I don't care what it is. That's fine. That's not retail. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, a brick and mortar <laughs> retail, don't do it if you're thinking about it. It's it. just, it's hard work. Yeah. But anyway. We've, um, man, we've had all kinds of little speed bumps along the way the past uh, is that what you call them uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so tomorrow we're having our septic tank pump tomorrow yeah we've uh, we've had the pleasant experience about five or six times now of coming downstairs and having uh, about an inch of water in the powder room coming out of our powder room which is downstairs so it floods like a third of the bottom yeah. of our house right Quickly. Yeah, which is not good when you have hard wood. No, I mean seriously, in a matter of like twenty minutes. Yeah. If we're upstairs. Yeah. It, it seems to, we're never around when it starts. Right. So anyway, we we've tried to troubleshoot, and we're pretty sure. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm, we know what's I'm, wrong. I'm pretty sure I know what the problem is. It's just a matter of hiring a professional to come out and. We are not pumping no, our own septic no. system. We don't have anywhere to. No, I mean so, I've got a shop vac, but that wouldn't do much. So and a coat hanger, right? That's not going to work either. Yeah. So that's uh, going to be done tomorrow. Can't wait. Yeah. On Can't our wait. on our trip down to Disney World in hundred degree heat, my air conditioner compressor in my truck went out. Yeah. And we decided to drive. Yeah, we decided to drive. Um, we we're going to get a rental car, but that just didn't work out. Because you have to have credit cards, which we don't have. Right. And so we ended up taking my. F-150 down there, and about four or five hours outside of Orlando, in the middle of the day, my AC compressor went out. And so we, um, long story short, we found a mobile mobile mechanic to install a new one for us, but it uh, it took the entire first full day we were at Disney World. The girls got to enjoy Animal Kingdom while we enjoyed our own adventure. Right. We, uh, that, that's something I never want to repeat. No, we, uh, the mechanic, he, uh, lived in an apartment complex in... Not a, a pretty shady part of Orlando. Yeah, I mean, it's or like... Kissimmee. Was yeah, it Kissimmee? Yeah, it was Kissimmee. It was like, you know, I mean, it was a little Havana. Dude, I know I saw a cartel member. Oh, I'm that, sure, several. Was it the manager of that, that, um, one auto parts store we went to? Oh, yeah. Bob? Yeah. His yeah. name is o- not Bob. O'Reilly. Yeah, O'Reilly. I mean, he was a total cartel. Yeah, he was a Guido. Oh, my goodness. But they were great, and I'm really thankful for all of those men that we encountered that day because they worked their butts off. Yeah. And cheap. Yeah. So, yeah, $700 later, we had air conditioning. I was very comfortable in Little Havana. Mm -hmm. I felt like they would have taken care of me. Yeah. (laughs) But we were very white that day. Yeah, and you were the skinniest girl in that whole apartment. And they complex. found me so unattractive. Yeah. Just an FYI. If you like Cuban boys, they like meat on the bone. Yeah, you need to start eating. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. We got back from Disney, and uh, last week, I think it was, um, well, I know it was, uh, I went to... Uh, or, or let me back up. I was I was driving my dump truck, and Jessica sent me a text. She's like, "Hey, our hot water's not coming on, and the or why is it not working?" Yeah, and I said, "Well, go look at the, you know, go look at the uh, little display on the tankless water." Wait, we have tankless. 
And so she went out there and she said, it's flashing 29. And I said, well, so I looked it up real quick and said a problem with the condenser drain. And so I told her, I said, well, just turn it off and turn it back on. So she did that. It, it worked. It, it worked perfectly. And so how much longer was it? It's a couple of days. Yeah, maybe? I think, yeah, I think so. I don't know, but I was, uh, I was upstairs and I was going to wash my hands and I turned the hot water on my sink. I waited and I waited and waited and waited and waited. And it does take a while yeah. to reach the top of the But house. it just never got hot. And so I thought, well, let me go check that tankless water heater again. So I walked out there in the garage and it was flashing 29 again. And so I thought, no problem. I turned it off, turned it back on. This is when it started to get really cold. Yeah, really cold outside. And it started flashing 29 again. And every time we would turn the hot water on, the tankless water heater would fire up and heat the water for about a minute and then it would go to cold and start flashing 29 again and so the way we had to remedy that was one of us would have to stand out in the garage this is for showers alone yeah in the freezing cold and like for example when you took a shower i'd go in the garage and she'd turn the hot water on and it would flash 29 so i'd turn it off and turn it back on and about you know, that whole process is probably 20 seconds or mm -hmm. so. And so I'd turn it back on, and she'd have hot water for about another 60 seconds. Right. But it never did fade to cold, cold. It would just kind of peter out to lukewarm, yeah. back to hot. Yeah. So, so... Yeah, we had to just be super lightning fast Oh, yeah. Shower. So, yeah. So anytime any of the four of us needed to shower, somebody had to stand out there and turn it off and on and off and on and off and on. And... So, you know, you do what everybody does. You go to Google and YouTube and, and I... Well, after we called, we did call a repairman because we're like, this is a computer. This is not something that... Um, do I need to pause? No. This is not something you and I are smart enough to know how... It's a computer board. Right, right. Something is, Something's messed up. Right. So we called the people that installed it, and they came out as an emergency call yeah. the next day. So we went through the night having to do that for showers. Yeah. So they came out. I was at... Uh, yeah, you were at work. Yeah, I was at work, and uh, that was on Saturday right. they came out. Correct. Yeah. And so... Jessica texted me. She's not. She said, "You know, not good news. Not even a little bit." Yeah. And she said the plumber said the whole unit's just trashed. Yeah. And we basically need to replace it. Right. But he and did say. He did say that what happened was since we have hard water here in Tennessee, we get calcium buildup or scaling in right. our pipes, and we do. We have to have a softener to keep things from doing this. Right. So, I told Rusty, I said, well, he said something about descaling. Mm -hmm. And so, we both started Googling. Yeah, so we Googled descaling, and we figured out that if we, uh, if we get CLR and vinegar and hook it up where we pump it through the, the tankless water heater system for about an hour, it should get rid of all that descaling. So, we went down to Lowe's and bought $84 worth of vinegar, CLR. And a bucket. Bucket, hoses. Everything we needed. So if you'll ever need descaling, you just call us. That's right. It's going to charge. We're going to charge about three hundred bucks. Yeah. So we we brought it all home, hooked it all up, and I let it run uh, for about two hours, and it just got all kinds of junk out. Just the water was black coming. Isn't that nasty? Out. Yeah. And so got all that done, and turned it on, and it worked perfectly. And we thought, you know, praise the Lord because 
right now, I mean, this is not something we can afford to do. Not $3,800 worth. No. And uh, because when we first built the house and we installed that, uh, I think the entire installation was like between five and six. Yeah, five I mean, and six thousand. Rolls into bucks. the construction of our home, though. So, but the tankless water heater was what three thousand something like that back then. Yeah, I think so. And then installation, I think it was half and half because installation yeah, yeah. was about as much as the unit itself. Right, right. But they were pretty new, maybe yeah. five years old by then. Yeah. So anyway, what what we did fixed it and. Uh, that was Saturday, on a Saturday, and so, you know, we were all happy about that, and uh, Saturday night, it worked great. It was Sunday, awesome. Oh, it was, I mean, you really appreciate <laughs> hot water when you go without it. Uh, Sunday worked perfectly great, and uh, Monday, it started flashing 29 again. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Monday or Tuesday, I don't remember. It was Tuesday. It was, was the day after Tuesday? your birthday, yeah. Okay. Starts flashing 29 again, I thought, well, crap, so... Um, that night we go through the whole rigmarole of turning it off and on and off and on while everybody showers. And so it's my turn to go shower. And so I go ahead. I go up and I turn the water on and I knew it'd take a minute to get warm because she'd have to turn it off and back on. And so I stood there, stood there, stood there, kept sticking my hand in it. It's ice cold. And she texts me and she's like, okay, it's flashing 51 now. Which means... Your unit's fried. Yeah. And so I thought, well, okay, let me get dressed and come back down there and look at it. So put my clothes back on. Again, it's freezing cold outside. This is the coldest night, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Freezing cold. I mean, this was when it was dipping down to like 14. Right. I was layered up yeah. to do your shower. And so I went out there, already freezing cold from having my arm in freezing cold water waiting yeah. for it to get hot. Yeah. And so put my clothes back on, go back out in the garage. And, uh, you know, so I'm fooling with it, trying to do everything I can to fix it. No joy, no luck. No. And so I didn't get to take a shower that night, which just ruined my apps. I mean, absolutely ruined my week because I take two showers a day. He's a very clean man. I shower in the morning and in the evening. Uh, And it's one of those things where if I don't shower, I just feel nasty, just completely nasty. Even just one shower. Yeah, and in the mornings, the reason I shower in the mornings is more, I mean, it's to clean, but more so to wake me up. Yeah. And so I couldn't shower that night. And so I spent about 30 or 45 minutes uh, heating up water in the microwave downstairs. I'd heat up a bowl, a big bowl of water for 10 minutes. And I would take it upstairs and put another one in the microwave when I went upstairs. And I would dip my washcloth in it. He took a whore bath. Yeah, I took a whore <laughs> bath, you know. And uh, so not only did I have to do it that night, I had to do it the next morning, too. And I tell you what, I didn't sleep very well that night, knowing that, you know, when you like to get up and take a nice hot shower to wake up, knowing you can't do that, you just can't sleep, knowing that's coming in the morning. How, however... We knew that we had to fix this. Yeah, it had to be fixed. Had to be. Because, I mean, it stops us from running the dishwasher. Clothing yeah. couldn't be washed. I mean, yeah, we yeah. could on cold. Yeah. But it's it's just almost debilitating. Yeah. And it's like, how, how you know, I remember as a kid, we would run out of propane. Yeah. Or natural gas, whatever it is. Right. That a house runs on. 
but we'd run out of gas and because our tank was buried Mm -hmm. we never really checked it yeah until we ran out of hot water and then it was like oh crap yeah and so my mom and dad would boil water Mm -hmm. put it in the tub for all of us to use and that's the only way we got clean when it was like that so uh, i just man bad flashbacks and my mom would appreciate that so tuesday morning or wednesday morning i don't even remember when it is now you took off wednesday because you're like i've got to get this fixed okay so wednesday morning Wait, we went to bed without a prayer. It was like, this isn't going to, we're going to have to call Yeah, it was like, it's dead. We can't do this. Yeah. And so Wednesday morning I got up and I was having my coffee. You got up at 4.30. You woke up? Well, I woke up at 4.30 and I couldn't go back to sleep because I knew I couldn't get up and shower. Right. I knew it was just going to be a hell of a bad day. So like from, but he slept from 12.30 because we didn't go to bed until really late. Yeah, because it took me an hour to to whore bath. (laughs) So... He washed his hair with soap in the sink. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Anyway, so Wednesday morning, I'm having my coffee, and I get on get on my phone, and I go to the Home Depot website, and they've got several tankless water heaters that were similar to ours, uh, but they were all like you know order and it'll be in in five days yeah you know five to ten days or and i'm like and amazon was two days yeah or yeah. the 15th yeah and it's like we uh, we can't wait and yeah, you would have been nasty yeah and uh so i looked at the lowe's website and i found one um that was a different brand than what we had but the connections the hot water cold water and the natural gas connections were in the same spots as our old one, which were important which is a huge thing because yeah. to move the water lines you'd have to you yeah, know get plumber yeah you have to do the copper lines and all that crap but um so i found one at lowe's and our lowe's here in murfreesboro it was out of stock and so i hit search nearby stores and there was one available up the road in a town called smyrna about 20 minutes from here and so I told Jessica, I said, all right, I found one in Smyrna. Let's go get it. It was... That was like the biggest blessing. Yeah, it was like 748 bucks before taxes and all that. Yeah. And I thought, you know, we can't afford to buy it, but we've got to have hot water. Yeah. And so we went up there and thankfully it was on the shelf and we got it. Brought it home and it wasn't a very hard installation. No, he took his time though. Yeah, I took my time. I actually, unlike anything I've ever done before I sat down and actually read through the entire manual before I started Mm -hmm. but it took you know several hours only because you went slowly yeah but I got it installed and it's perfect we have had hot water since Wednesday since Wednesday and it's been beautiful it's been it's a really nice little machine yes a whole lot cheaper than what we expected and what we would have paid right so yeah Jen oh okay hey Jen um so anyway anyway this is how things have gone oh, oh, oh. let me, okay, let me add done. to this by the way um when we're having that water problem in the in the powder room you know and flooding the floor um uh, a friend of mine is a plumber in arkansas and so i messaged him on facebook and i said hey uh, and I was telling him about the, the the water backing up, coming out from under the toilet. I mean, not sewage, just water. And he's like, yeah, you've got a clog somewhere between your house and your septic tank. And I'm like, well, what should I do? And he said, well, call a septic company and they'll come out and pump it and tell them you've got a clog and they'll clear the clog. 
And he said, in the meantime, to keep the water from flooding your floors, you can go outside and take the lid off of the, uh, it's called the clean out line. This is the it's access, like a, it's like a, what's a vent? Yeah, it's a four or five inch PVC pipe coming out of the ground. Yeah, anyone that grew up in the country or is in the country yeah. knows. So I thought, well, hey, cool, that solves all our problems right there. And so I went out and removed the lid off that thing. And this was, uh, this was, I think Tuesday or Wednesday that I did that. Yeah, it's just been this week. Yeah. But apparently the clog between that clean-out line and the septic tank is so bad that our sewage started coming out of the top of that pipe. Because it's so full. Yeah. And Y'all, we've never had it pumped. We've lived here almost seven years. We've never had it cleaned out. But we are sitting... Well, I don't know anything about it. No, uh, I don't either. And he grew up with sewer yeah. in the city. Yeah. So, I mean, we're learning as we go and make mistakes. Yeah. I wish we could quit doing things like that. Right. But that's how we've lived so far. So, anyway, outside has been a little bit stinky lately um, because, uh, you know, if we run a whole lot of water at once, then it will start pumping actual sewage out of that yeah. pipe. Um, he's coming tomorrow. So, again, we're thankful they're coming tomorrow. It too. smells great, too. Yeah. He's got an oscillating fan on it, so it blows it's it away so it from blows, our house. So, if I'm in the garage, I'm going to smell it. <laughs> well, uh, it blows it away from our house, too. Yeah. Whatever. Well, oh. So, anyway, the real reason we have been gone or been absent from recording anything and coming to you with advice and whatever this podcast is for you, but... We've just been in a serious slump. Big time. A funk, a slump, a... We don't have the mental... James and Kate, what are you doing? The mental capacity to help ourselves and others at the same time. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, is that is that fair? Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. Um, it, you know, I mean, the expression, when it rains, it pours... And it, it, to us, it feels like it's been pouring down for about five years now. We're almost to five years. And it, you know, there, you just reach a point where you're over it. And, um, I think it's more severe than over it because over it means I'm, I can walk past. Yeah. Almost more of a, uh, a desperation or a, no light at the end of the tunnel. Hey, hopelessness. Hopelessness. Jameson's yeah. like, what? This is what Brady preached on today. Yeah. He didn't tell us how to fix it, though, Jameson. He just told us how that's, to get there. That's next week. Lamentations, right. chapter three. That's right. But, yeah, I mean, it, that does fall at a very appropriate point in our lives. Yeah. I'd rather Jameson go upstairs if we're going to sit here and talk. Go upstairs, Jameson Kate. Daddy's not comfortable right now. She knows. I mean, you really don't want to spill your emotional beans. Also, also don't want my kid to get worried. Yeah. We're still here. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, there's no need for them to worry, but it's just been, it's just been harder to be, number one, a Christian. Right. Number two, a parent. Mm -hmm. Number three, if it weren't for the fact that our relationship was so ironclad a wife yeah because I'm in a mode of self-survival you know and it's it just it's kind of a natural thing you know you scrap along until you're like 
it's really hard for you to have any brain power to worry about the other three people in the house. And I hate that. What are you doing? Just making sure she wasn't hanging out. Oh, she's not hanging out. She's good. Well, why you she even listen to this if she wants to? <clears throat> um yeah, it's man, it's been tough and I don't want to be Debbie Downer on this podcast. No, and I don't want you to I don't want anyone to pull off our funk. Right. And make it their own because it's really right. easy to to misery loves company. Right. And I don't want to be that person. So yeah. To to feed into someone else's yeah. issues and create a bigger one for them. Mm-hmm. This is ours alone. Yeah. And we have to figure out how to come back from it. Right. And today, even today, today, I guess because Brady preached on it. And hasn't, you know, there's a part two. Right. I'm like, I've got seven days mm-hmm. to see what he says about fixing this mess. Right. But today was hard for me. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even, I, on Sundays I have food prep mm-hmm. and get lunches ready for everybody, breakfast ready. Yeah. And I couldn't put my head together. I couldn't even scramble eggs correctly. Yeah. Aubrey's not going to eat those sandwiches anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. But to me it did. Mm-hmm. And... I actually had to pull all your lunches out of the refrigerator and put cheese on your sandwiches because uh, I forgot. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm just glad I remembered, but mm-hmm. my head doesn't work anymore. My, mine's been the same way, um, especially today. Uh, man, we've... Uh, uh, the, <laughs> let me kind of briefly explain, uh, if I may... Uh, kind of a little backstory here. As you guys know, my dad passed away last year in September. And uh, because of his assets, each kid was slated to get... A third of what he had. A third of what he had, which amounted to... A lot of money. You know, For us. Uh, yeah, around 100000 120000 per kid. Okay? Yeah. And so... Uh, few months after he passed uh his alabama home sold and we got a check for 60 grand and which was great but we had a lot of bills we were behind on yeah yeah we got us caught up but it also gave us a really really nice cushion yeah to not stress about every single day rusty spends about three thousand dollars on fuel a month yeah just to go to work yeah people that's the amount some people get paid a yeah, month. Yeah, and that doesn't include tires. Oh, no, and we've replaced one. It feels oh like one gosh. a day. Yeah, you know, truck payment and insurance and all that stuff. But anyway, long long story short, um, we were supposed to get uh, a, a second disbursement at the end of September per the executor of my dad's estate. And we found this out around May or June. Yeah, and when we found that out, that's when we planned the Disney trip. Right. Because we thought, you know, we can't... It It's not smart to go to Disney in the shape we're in. No. I mean, but we if we have. get this small windfall of money, you know, hey, we all need a break. We need to take the kids. You know, we just need to kind of, a, kind of get out of here for a week and just relax. Yes, yes. And... You know, also, we're, we're part of the vacation club, so our room is already paid for. Right, right, right. All we have Just to pay for is food and that. park tickets. Right. Um, but um, uh, anyway, so we were told, you know, hey, yeah, it's going to be the end of September. And I thought, well, that works out well because we're leaving the beginning of October for Disney. And, Perfect. Um, 
when the time came, uh, in the end of September rolled around, uh, I was looking at our bank account and we had, um, uh, we had enough money in there to cover the Disney trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I mean, not much. Oh, I know. After that. I know that. <laughs> and you so you tell like you're telling me, I know. Yeah. And so I thought, well, good thing this money's coming. Right. You know, well, the money didn't come. Yeah. And, uh, the guy in charge of dispersing the money, I don't know what's going on because he's not communicating with we, us. And yeah, whenever he, we would ask questions, we wouldn't get any kind of response. Right. So today actually makes seven weeks um, since we heard from him about, hey, I've done this and this, and hopefully it's going to be soon. Right. And that was seven weeks ago. And so that's why everything's been so tough the past couple months because when we got back from Disney and that that uh, money had not come, we were severely behind the eight ball. Right, and if we hadn't gone, we wouldn't have spent the money right. to go. Right. You wouldn't have lost a week of work. Right. Which is quite a bit of money. Yeah. And we'd be sitting pretty. Yeah. We really would be. Yeah. So what happened was we got back from Disney with no money in our bank account, and I just missed a whole week of work. Yeah. So I didn't have a paycheck coming. Right. And, you know, of course, you still have your bills and your food and all that stuff. Um, And so we, I mean, we just got behind. And when you get behind like that... um, Everything else, nothing else matters. It just snowballs. Sadly, sadly, the money, any money takes and you know this because marriages are destroyed right. with money right. problems but the not being able to cover thing, your expenses mm-hmm. every month yeah is crippling oh yeah so that's where you've been mm-hmm. my funk started probably full force around the end of school yeah. so may yeah i have been doing everything I can to find some kind of employment Mm -hmm. or to use my creative abilities to bring in a little bit of extra, Mm -hmm. you know, just to, to, yeah, I'm just anything. Yeah. Yeah, Just anything. So I've looked for at least a year now. It's it's coming up on a year anyway. Yeah. For everything. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing. Yeah. Available for a mother who has to take her kids to school and pick them up Mm -hmm. because we don't have bus service. But I'm, I have a set schedule. Mm-hmm. I have to keep it. Yeah. So the best place for me to work is at home, mm-hmm. somehow in some capacity. Yeah. So I've looked at everything that's you know, mom's working at home, and I being a graphic designer, freelance work should be easy. Mm-hmm. But it's not because of the market. Uh, well, the same market, but the pool of graphic designers is now people who have taught themselves Mm -hmm. what they think is good design and they charge half of what I could charge with a degree and with my experience. And so art is objective and someone without good vision or without uh, vision is a not like sight, but Someone that conceptual, right? Thank you. They're going to pick the cheap, yeah, because 
to them, oh, that's good. I can do that on I mean, my computer. They, they, they can go to Fiverr and get a logo for five bucks. Yes, and they do that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I even looked at Fiverr. Yeah. Now, but you have to be in a certain country, obviously, to get yeah. that job. They are not American. Right. So anyway, finding design work is, I've done one really fun job. And I would, I'd love to do that over and over and over because it really took none, none of my time away mm-hmm. from my family. It was fun. It made mm-hmm. my brain work again. But then when it was done, it was done. Yeah. And nothing else has come in. I'm like, I can't, I can't. And anything else I do, I am very good with putting other things together that are, I guess, crafty mm-hmm. more than artsy. Yeah. And... I, can, I get things started and I can't complete them because my brain doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like there's, I get it started and then a wall comes yeah. between me and that whatever I'm working on. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want to finish it, it's that my brain cannot. Yeah. And so it's that alone, like the money is crippling, mm-hmm. that is really, that's yeah. like a serious physical crippling. Yeah. So that's where mine came from. Mm-hmm. I can't find any kind of job yeah. at all. Yeah. You know, mine, <coughs> Sorry. You know, not to sit here and complain or anything. But no, that's, that's why we scrapped right. the first one. Right, right. Um, but for me, I mean, just kind of letting you guys into our minds right here. Uh, but for me, it's so discouraging because I'm in a dump truck 12 hours a day and it's not enough. Right. And there's, there's only so much I can do. Right. And There's it's only not, so much I'm going to let you do. Right, and it's not enough. I, okay, and, uh, so Rusty and I were talking earlier today, actually, because because we, we haven't had any topics right. to go through. We've finished how our curriculum, if we were to write one. Right. We've gone through it, right. and yeah. I guess we could go and expand on any of those mm-hmm. if we wanted to, and that's cool. But I asked him today what is something he himself because I usually take the wheel on mm-hmm. topics mm-hmm. and he's like he comes in and fills right which is exactly how I'm, we live I'm the color commentator yes he yeah. he's the one that I mean this is how we live our lives yeah but um what was it that you said that you would use as a topic what for tonight Yes. Well, for the next episode. We can start it today. Yeah. I mean, we can actually do it tonight. I told her and I said, you know, I'd like to talk about this because I really need to hear it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's me talking to me. And that subject is keeping the faith when when it seems like there's no way out. And to me, that is, I mean, that's something we've been dealing with, and it's been really, really hard. The hopelessness has hit home recently. Yeah. Like, and when I say hopelessness, uh, just to define that, I see no end to where we are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've spoken to our leadership at our church, Mm -hmm. and our church is huge, so there's several people to talk to. Right. But, um... We go straight for the top mm-hmm. because we need to hear yeah. something profound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these people are human too. Yeah. But they have more knowledge of why we might be going through this. We mm-hmm. think. <clears throat> Sorry, we got a cold in Disney World and we're still trying to hang on to them. So anyway, um, 
we did speak to our pastor, it was, I went and walked in and he knew immediately because he knows us, Mm -hmm. but he knew immediately that this was going to be a hard conversation to have with the three of us. But we've spoken to him. And then one of our good friends is the teaching pastor. We've spoken to him, but again, they're human. They go through their own set of trials. Yeah. Well, today, for the first time in months, I felt like we spoke to our missions pastor. He's a friend. He was he's an avid outdoorsman, so he would come to our store mm-hmm. all the time. <clears throat> but um, and he knows our story, and so he always checks up on us. But today he asked how we were doing, and we're just honest. And we didn't talk to him in a couple of months. Yeah, because he's. Super busy. I yeah. mean, with like... He's always traveling. Well, the mission work we do right. is overseas yeah. most of the time. And whenever we were talking to him, he's always called us scrappers. Mm-hmm. And which is the best descriptor I've ever heard of us. Mm-hmm. Because it's the truth. But he gave so much validation to what we were going... Or what we are going through. Yeah. That that was the best thing I could have heard today. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but for him to go, and this is almost verbatim, but seems like you go through more than most. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, thank, I feel like someone heard us yeah. for the first time. Yeah. So not that I need someone to go, man, you got a bad, but I want someone to tell me I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, what we're going through It's pretty crappy. Yeah. And it's hell on earth, like he said. Yeah. And it it did me so much good for that five-minute conversation we had with him today. Yeah. So, but anyway, you know, the whole faith thing and us staying strong and... It's... Good grief. I mean, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard because... Um, it feels like, and I'm sure you guys have been this way too. And again, I'm not trying to be negative in this podcast. Um, you know, but it, it, you know, you get to the point where it feels like your prayers are bouncing off the ceiling and that's as far as they go. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we've been. Um, what'd you tell Bob today that, you know, you said, you know, this is wrong, but I mean, it feels like we've angered God. Oh Yeah. And so yeah, I told like, Bob, our missions pastor, I said, you know, I know, I know for a fact this is not right. I yes, know it's know. wrong. Absolutely, this is wrong. But I feel like I've really angered God, and um, because to me it feels like, uh, like he's got his thumb on us, mashing down, going, you know, yeah, you think that's bad? You just wait. Well, see, and for me, it feels like he's completely ignoring me. Yeah, because. I, mean, I have always had a really good prayer life. I'm, I don't outwardly pray. I don't pray in public. Yeah. But like I've said before here, I have like a constant conversation with God all the, all day, all day. And like, you know, it's almost like I'm talking to myself now. Yeah. You know, one time for like forever, I felt like I felt like I was heard. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like. I'm not. And I know I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, something I, I keep thinking about is, you know, I'm a fan of Francis Chan. And he's, if you've ever heard him speak, um, I guarantee you've always heard him talk about 
how his prayer life is amazing. And he's like, you know, God will answer prayers before I even pray him or right after I pray him or... Yeah, because he's righteous. Yeah. I mean, he's moving to China. And man, I so envy that because... I feel like our prayers have not even, not only not been answered, but not even been heard. Well, you know, Brady has said for the past couple sermons he's preached that about talked about expectations of what we're praying for. Mm-hmm. Maybe our expectations are... Are out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. But our, my expectations, I can't speak for you, but even though you've told me, but the only thing I'm expecting is direction. That's all I want. I mean, I'm not, my prayers are not God make us millionaires. No, God, I don't even care. I just want enough you know, to I'm, cover our bills. My prayer is God, show me what you want us to do. That's, you know, I don't care if, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't care if we sell this house and downgrade. No, and, I'm not worried about and do all the, as long as he will show us what he wants us to do. Yeah, because we have we have thought about that and we have looked through that and if that's what we're supposed to do, it's been a if he wants us to sell this house. Every well, um, yeah. Every time we talk about or discuss something Y'all, else, this is crazy. Something goes wrong with the house. Not something small. Yeah. But like something that would cost quite a bit to fix. Yeah. And. It's like, okay. So, I stopped looking because I don't want the house to explode. Mm. I quit looking into this option. Yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of done with that. Yeah. I mean, if that's how he's going to give us direction, cool. Mm. But it'd be a lot better, be a lot easier to not to breathe. Yeah. If you just go, girl, just quit looking at Zillow. It'd be mm. so much better. Yeah. But that, obviously, that's not how he talks to us. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> so we're, I mean, we're just, we're still just kind of in a state of limbo. Um, I mean, we've got some ideas. Let me, I'll tell you a little kind of a funny story here. Um, as far as ideas, he's talking about different ways to different, pay our bills. Yeah, different ventures. Uh, a couple months ago, uh, I used to, I used to love Long John Silver's chicken. Mm-hmm. And they closed them up all around here, all the Long Johns around here. And so I got online and I found like a copycat recipe. And I tried it and it was okay. It wasn't that great. Right. And I thought, well, what if I add this to it? What if I add this and this? And so I tweaked the recipe over and over and over. Probably 10 times. And finally came up with a recipe that was just like slap your mama good just amazing so we take anytime we do anything amazing with food yeah we share with our best friends they live a minute from us yeah Yeah, walking distance yeah and so we we took a bag of this chicken down to them and by the way normally anytime we share anything with them they'll say hey that was good or thanks for bringing it over something like that yeah and they enjoy it yeah and so anyway go ahead so before we even get back to the house. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but... After taking this chicken. Right. Yeah. We get a text that said, OMG. Yeah. And he's just like, this chicken is the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. And so they started calling it Jesus chicken. Because it's as good as Jesus. Right. Or it's something Jesus would enjoy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So and it's been donned Jesus chicken. Yeah. And we're, I mean... 
neither one of us are huge fried food fans. I, I could barely eat fried food. You know, but I mean, that stuff is like freaking gold. I mean, it's... I'll stink our house up for that chicken. It's like crack. It's, it's insanely that good. good. And so, you know, the wheels in my brain start turning of, you know, thinking about... If I like it this much, and you like it this much, and they like it, and they that ask, much, they buy tenders and bring them. Over. Yeah, they'll go buy ten. They'll go buy packs of chicken tenders and bring them to us, so we'll cook this for them. And it's like, man, I think we've got something going on here. They know we. They themselves are like, please, please market this stuff. Yeah, and so we're we're brainstorming right now about you know if we should maybe do a food truck or try to package it or try and package and sell the the batter. Somehow um, we live around like there's a place a few miles from us that does food packaging, mm-hmm. and it's, how insane is that? But yeah. don't we have connections and like places yeah people you just don't have these normal connections right so if we wanted to package this as a batter or as a product a Mm -hmm. completely cooked product we have those connections yeah so we're just trying to throw that around that chicken will be hitting somewhere you know normally and and i speak from experience here but when you get down to your last few dollars in the bank account you start getting desperate yeah. and you start coming up with ideas that sound good to you, but are just ridiculously stupid ideas. Right. You know, and, and I, you know, several times I've thought, is this chicken thing a stupid idea? But then I think of the feedback we've received of like, man, you've got to get this I out. I really there. wish we could have our, all of our close friends over just for chicken night Yeah. and get their feedback. Yeah. Cause I know our, our best friends are, they're food connoisseurs. They enjoy food. Well, not only that, but I mean, they would tell us if... They would tell us... Uh, they would actually know if it was different now because they've had it so much. But right. they would tell us, oh, thank you for the chicken. Yeah, but they're very... Uh, yeah, they're very honest people. And if it if it didn't taste like crack... Their children love Jesus chicken. Oh, they go nuts over it. I mean... A couple weeks ago, after church, I told their kids, I said, hey, you know, y'all want some Jesus chicken tonight? And they, they all start jumping all up and down and screaming. Yeah. So and one's a junior in high school, It's Riley. that good. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to, we're still trying to think of a name for it. Right. But I, I think, I mean, I think we need to go that route somehow. I don't know. No matter what happens in our future, I think that should still. Yeah be marketed yeah and no it's not long john silver's flavor no it tastes like our chicken yeah and it's amazing rusty's chicken yeah so anyway there's that one but you know i we were in the truck the other day and i i told him or asked him i said what are we good at Mm -hmm. what are we good at and i honestly i don't have an answer you're good at lots of things and that i can point out and you know you're Yours are tangible. Mm-hmm. Mine are normally in my brain. I'm really good at analyzing. I'm really, I'm extremely good at branding and marketing and mm-hmm. graphic design. Yeah. But it's like, how do we, how do we mesh those two things together? Yeah. I mean, we want, you know, the first 15 years we were, well, the first, not 15, the first, uh, I don't know, five years from 16, nine years? Yeah. 10 years, 11 years? 10 years, 11 years, yeah. Y'all on that. <laughs> but the first 11 years we were together, I mean, we were together 24-7. Yeah. I mean, at the store, at home, everywhere, we were always, always together. We are better together. Yeah. And that was one of the hardest things about taking a job, you know, driving this dump truck, is we're now apart 
just about all day. Well, we're like the Wonder Twins. Yeah. When we are together, we make good things happen. It's the whole synergy thing. It yeah. is. And again, that's probably why our marriage is so amazing mm-hmm. and unique. Yeah. But, and like we said, we used to get, uh, people would rag us for mm-hmm. spending 24 hours together. Mind your own. Yeah. But, I mean, it really is good. The mm-hmm. two of us together is, is a good thing. Yeah. So, if we could find an occupation of some kind. Right. Or just anything that where we are used together. Yeah. That's why this marriage thing. Yeah. You know, what, what we would love to do. And, and y'all know this. Yeah, y'all know this. Um, is, I mean, we would love to spend... In and churches sounds- or wherever. I mean, you think think Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University, you know, and he goes around to, um, you know, churches and auditoriums yeah. and whatnot and speaks to everybody. Uh, I would like to do that with marriage because we can talk about things that a pastor can't really talk about in the pulpit. And I'll answer questions. Yeah. I mean, I want questions from people. I want you to ask me some really hard stuff. I've got the answer. Yeah. Because if we haven't dealt with it, we have been close enough to every situation that we can respond yeah. in the right way. I mean, like I, we've said before, you and I have never experienced abuse, but we watched it happen. Mm. We had a couple that was, they were married. They were no longer married, but we watched him verbally abuse yeah. his wife in, I mean, in front of us. Yeah. And we know how we would handle that and mm-hmm. I really wish we could go back in time and just snap his neck right there because it made me so mad after yeah. I realized what was going on yeah. and what goes on, if it goes on in public imagine what she went through at home mm-hmm. by herself yeah. so anyway we, we've been close enough to other things that yeah. you and I haven't experienced but, personally but that's what that's what we would love to do yeah um, because we think honestly all the stuff we've been through um especially the past five years, but even before that, um, we feel like that was God preparing us to, uh, hey guys, take this, take this experience, these experiences you've had and use it to help other couples. And I still feel like that's our calling. I just don't know how to get into it because... Well, we've asked. Yeah. Um, you know, churches like we belong to, it's a mega church. It is. Uh, pretty Sadly. much. I hate that word, but... Um, but you know, churches today and any of you that are in the, you know, you know, pastor's wives or pastor's families or anything like that, you guys know that, that in this day and age, um, I mean, church programming, it's set in stone way, way. Oh, a year in advance. And, you know, it's not like, um we could have the best curriculum and the best experience in the world. Uh, but, but we can't just go to our pastor and go, Hey, we're, we want to start, you know, teaching couples, especially in a church that's so, um, what do I say? They're so good at what we do. Yeah. Our church is good at what we it, good at churching. Right. And everything that is on our stage is more than intentional. Mm-hmm. And it's been prayed over yeah. for months. Yeah. And it's not something that they'll go, hey, yeah, that's a good idea. You'll come on Wednesday night. We'll just get some people together and right. cool. It's way more involved. Yeah. However, I, before we even step on that stage for any church, mm-hmm. big or small, 
we need a curriculum. Mm -hmm. We need something, a guide for these people that are going to go through this to have in their hand. Mm -hmm. And more like a study guide or a workbook. Yeah. Because this stuff is not stuff that you fix with one session. Right. And, I mean, I, I would do months of this a whole semester another reason i want to do this so badly is because uh there are untold numbers of couples who are experiencing whatever issue and they go to their pastor uh or they go to their church or whomever they go to at their church and um you know say the pastor may counsel with them a little bit and pray for them Mm -hmm. And that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I just think people need a lot more than that. And I'm yeah. not saying that prayer is not sufficient. No, it I'm is sufficient. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, uh, you know, even even in our our story in today, you know, in in life right now, um, you know, about the most we get from anybody in a spiritual leadership position is. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, well, you know, God's going to work it for your, for your good. And, you know, I'll, I'll pray for you. I'll Imagine keep the reward. And you know, that doesn't. Okay. Practically that doesn't do anything. Right. Because we don't come home and go, wow, man, I feel. Whole Saved our marriage. You know, I mean, because, and again, I'm not, I'm not at all trying to discount prayer or no. anything like that. But I, I think that especially with married couples, they need more practical advice. Yeah, and if we had a book right. that talks about what we just said, you can go back and look at it. Yeah. Reread what we said. Yeah. And everything we have brought to you already, mm-hmm. I guess in our first season, mm-hmm. everything we've brought to you would be in that workbook. Yeah. And more than we can say in an hour, mm-hmm. um, we could write it all down. Yeah. And we could do more in words on paper. Mm-hmm. It could be as thick as we wanted. Yeah. But we don't know how to do it. Yeah. And no matter who we ask, we get no answers. Yes. Yeah. It's like, okay, I know you've done this. I've watched you. I, I've read your curriculum for certain things. Mm-hmm. Why can't you give me advice? Mm-hmm. What, or what is it? Okay, so here's the truth. Anytime I ask anyone who has experience in this area I feel like they look at me like I am and I know I'm wrong but this is how I perceive it but they look at me like I am a spiritual beginner yeah like I don't have enough behind me right as far as ministry work right to get in front of people. You're not Beth Moore, so you're not. Well, there's a reason I'm not Beth right. Moore. Right, but that's the exactly that's well, the attitude. And these people aren't either. These people that I've talked to aren't known, but they have led yeah. a lot of women, especially. Mm-hmm. But, again, it, it makes me feel like they, they're looking at me like, oh, you're not there yet. Yeah, you're just spiritually inferior but to do is, something. That like is this. so wrong. Yeah, Because you and I have grown so much inside of our marriage Mm -hmm. and the reason we aren't spiritual beginners 
is because we have grown so much right. inside of our marriage. Right. And if we have done that and we've retained everything and we've just grown together on that mm. knowledge, we need to give it to somebody else. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there's a ton of pastors out there that went to seminary and they know Greek and Hebrew and all that. But, you know, they don't know what to do when your kid dies. Right. Or they don't know what to do when this happens. Right. How to counsel the the families right. afterward. Right. And, man, there are so many marriages out there that even those that just seem like they're completely broken, mm-hmm. they can be fixed. Mm-hmm. They can, no Band-Aids, but a real fix. Yeah. Like from the bottom up. Yeah. If we could just get in front of these people. Yeah. Do you see where our hearts are? Yeah. I mean, it, it makes, we're actually just sitting here talking to you about this. It's like, forget the chicken. This is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, so. one, one thought I had kind of going, now I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, but, um, and inviting you guys along for the ride. But hey. uh, one thing I thought about was start over with our podcast, Yeah. but do it as a YouTube channel. No, so, I'd love to go so on. So people can see our faces. I'd love to. Um, because I honestly think it would be a pretty popular... We could link it to our, our social media. It'd yeah. be easy to get to. Yeah. I uh, mean, you can see us. You can see us, me make... Y'all, I... When I talk, I make some of the worst faces. And only you get to see them. So mm. it just makes it... It emphasizes things so much more. Yeah. And you get to, we get to see our dogs in the background. And yeah. But I, I, I do think a YouTube channel would be a good way to start. I'd like to go back through. I'd like to go back through every point we've made and mm-hmm. like remake it and yeah. make better points on it. Yeah. But it doesn't. I mean, if we don't get people to share mm-hmm. what we're teaching, right? It's for nothing. Hint, hint. So yeah, def- I know every a lot of people share this, mm-hmm. and I know it's really uh, unless you're secure in your Christianity and yeah. you know that your friend circles are aware mm-hmm. and you have no trouble with defending and you shouldn't have to defend but you do your Christianity yeah but I know how hard it is to share something on Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. that is Christ related right you know that right I, I don't care mm-hmm. because I'm a grown up and if someone doesn't want to read it they can just scroll on past yeah but do your friends a favor. Share this podcast with them. Mm-hmm. Just because. I, I mean, not for us. I am never going to take on advertisers. Yeah. That's not why I'm here. Right. But if we could grow in popularity and get into everybody's homes. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I have a friend that I've, we've known her for seven or eight years now. And she and her husband had a lot of trouble for the past what couple of years two three years without saying her name let me write it down yeah. um, anyway she and her husband they were separated and were going straight to divorce and I told her look Some you tea. need yeah okay yeah. you need to listen oh, to yeah, our yeah, podcast yeah, okay. Okay. and I don't know that that's what fixed things but they're back together yeah and she they had I mean they were done mm-hmm. they were done he she had broken his trust and he was unforgiving mm-hmm. and their children were pawns yeah and she she knows that I mean she and I have talked about it and 
she listened. Mm -hmm. But that is one of the ways it just get, get us into the hands of those people that need this. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. We have a lot to use as far as, you know, yeah. fixing things. Yeah. But anyway. You know, I know we didn't talk at all about the whole subject I brought up about, you know, keeping the faith. Um, you know, when, it, yeah. when, 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 it, when things look hopeless, yeah. you know, um, and it's hard to do and I struggle with it every day, yeah. but I, I keep doing it and uh, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced it's going to pay off sometime. Well, you and I know that it's not always a 50, 50 job being a spouse. Yeah. Sometimes it's 70, 30. Sometimes it's 90, 10. Right. And if I didn't have you. Yeah. And God gave me you for this reason. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't have you, I wouldn't, I'd be turning my back on our Savior. Yeah. Even though I know that that's not how you live. You know, yeah. you're supposed to trust and that's where your hope is. So that's how you and I have survived the past at least couple months. Do you need to go ahead and finish that text so we can keep talking? Someone sent him a text in the middle of our recording. There's Mick. Anyway. But, again, keeping the faith, the only way that I've kept it is to bounce my anger. Yeah. My, the, the, to use the word despair again, off of you. Yeah. And some days you, you are way up there mm -hmm. and I'm way on the bottom. Yeah. Some days it's just the opposite. And then some days we're fine. Mm -hmm. You know, so. You know, for example, if, um, if by the grace of God, this, this inheritance disbursement would show up, um, I mean, that would relieve a lot of things. Because, you know, when you don't have the financial press pressure, you can think more clearly. Yeah. Um, you know, and and right now, even though, you know, we talk about, you know, the chicken or uh, talking to couples. Um, We've had a lot of ideas that... You know, I, I still, still, because of our situation, I think, is it out of desperation? No, no, I do or, too. Or is it... No, the, the couples ministry, no. Yeah, I right. feel like that's or is been... it legit? Yeah. That's something you and I have wanted to do for a long, long, long time. So, yeah, that's not, I don't think that's desperation. I think that's God trying to use us. Yeah. But it's like, if you want to use us, use us. you got to open some doors. I, I've done all I can do. Yeah. I mean, I share this myself. Mm -hmm. And I know we have some really loyal people that yeah. share it too. But the only way yeah. that we can get that and get this and get what we know Right. And yeah, we are experts. Mm -hmm. We are. I know our intro says we're not experts. Mm -hmm. We are. Yeah. I mean, if we have not offed each other. Yeah. And if we're still madly in love with each other, mm -hmm. we're doing something correctly. Yeah. Because our marriage, our life mm -hmm. is not one that's for the weak. Right. Our, our marriage and our love is not circumstantial. No. Thank goodness. But... Most are. Yeah. And 
most marriages ride on things that would have broken us if mm-hmm. ours did too. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. So that's where we've been. That's why we haven't been around for about, I think, four months. Yeah. And forgive us. We're when we we're gonna have to do the YouTube thing pretty soon. Yeah. So one day. Mm-hmm. When I don't know what day you'll be. Um, I don't know. I think maybe tomorrow. To, maybe I don't know. Friday it's supposed to rain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's he's. But tomorrow is up in the air. We have no idea if he actually has a job tomorrow. Yeah, so. and um, yeah, I finished a job this, like, this on Friday. It's been a year long. Yeah, and so I don't know what the next project's going to be. But um, I do com- have I do have faith that they'll use you. Completely serious here, even though it's not serious. But I actually sent a letter oh this is the best sent a letter basically applied for the head coaching position for the Arkansas Razorbacks Woo pig suey that's right <laughs> they suck so bad but it's not because of them I mean they're good guys they're good players there's plenty of talent on that team but the coach has had I mean they've lost faith in the coach they just recently fired the coach um so he applied. And and I thought, you know what? I can turn this team around. Have I coached football before? No, I haven't. But uh, We've coached something. I've coached soccer. I've coached tennis. Um, but I know how to motivate. I know, yeah. how to, I know how to turn things around. I wrote the letter. And um, <laughs> He wrote it. I've made it a letter. That's right. So anyway, so maybe we'll be hearing from Arkansas this week. Pretty sure that's where we're going yeah, next. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be flown up to Arkansas this week for an interview. We're moving to Fayetteville. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't matter. It was fun to do. Yeah. So. And at this point, it's like. Not, what do we have to lose? Not only do, do we have nothing to lose, the Razorbacks have nothing to right. lose either. So that is that could be a win-win situation. That's <laughs> right. I tell you what, you would coach them into a win. Oh, I'd coach the. They would be a winning team. Crap out when of you them. were done with it. Yeah. I know that. I mean, crap. Yeah. I'd help you. Hey, you motivate the you you do the right motivation and you can get people do anything I still don't like the hogs but I would wear red well I'm not expecting I, you to yeah and I wouldn't wear red because it turns he, my face red he can't but anyway so so yeah um, so we're moving to Fayetteville <laughs> and right this house is for sale 1.5 yeah we'll uh, we'll do a special update uh, this week when I get when my, he gets the phone call when I get call. the interview right that's right I'll probably be in my drunk I've already dump picked truck. the house out I'll be in my dump truck when they call me right Four seven nine. Don't miss that call. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we'll be back in a week. Yeah. When we fine tune that whole support, maybe, maybe sooner, depending on my work schedule. Right. Um, support system. That's probably what we're gonna do next. You know, be each other's biggest cheerleader and be a support system and mm-hmm. help them keep their faith. Yeah. I mean, we can fine tune that and actually make it an episode. I think. Right. I sound a lot more cheerful than I actually was today. Oh, me too. I'm a great actress. Me too. Me too. Yeah. That's I'm, okay. Yeah. I was really down today. It really does help to sit here and talk to you about it, though. Mm-hmm. With no one interrupting like Aubrey and Jameson. Right. Or Pearl. Pearl, thank you for being really quiet tonight. Yeah, thanks. So, anyway. Yeah. We'll be back quickly. Back really soon. Not four months from now, I promise. That's right. I've got to go to Arkansas on the interview, but... Uh, right. <laughs> Yeah, and I've got to go pee. All right. But uh, to reach us, 
with any questions or comments or just encouragement. Yeah. We can take all the encouragement yeah. you want to hand us. Feel free to shower us with encouragement. I mean, really. Yeah. Anytime you have a friend or I don't care who it is, anyone you know that's going through something pretty tough, mm-hmm. encourage them. I mean, it takes 10 seconds of your time. Yeah. And they, they will remember it. Yeah. But... Anyway, to reach us is theringerpodcast.com, but the the ringer with the W, obviously. And we're on social media on Facebook and Instagram at the Ringer Podcast. Yep. And you can also reach us through jackandrusty.com. Mm-hmm. That's our that's where we have our book for sale. Yeah. Or his book for sale. Yeah. But until next time. Yeah. We'll talk to y'all later. Thanks for listening.